0: This is Dyes and Chewy X, the podcast, episode 171, for the week of April 5th, 2009. Welcome to Dyes and Chewy X. The podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan sites,
1: Daisenju EX.
0: We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining.
2: What's up, y'all? Hey, a nice rainy day.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: Oh, what a lame way to end the work week. That's all right. And I had at least two people say to me today, "Wow, oh, you sure are wearing a bright shirt for such a dreary day." Well. I don't really look at the weather much. I mean, I do look at the weather. I look at the temperature before I get dressed, but I don't look at the cloudy sky and say, hey, I should counterbalance this by wearing a really obnoxiously loud, bright shirt.
1: Yeah, what kind of response is
0: that?
2: I don't know. The fact that two people said it was, like, weird. Okay. Anyway, that's my random stuff story. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. That's Mary over there.
0: Yeah. Hi. Hey, Uh, going onwards, we got Jeff over here. Jeff's here. It must be time for a manga review of Awesomeness. That's right. How the hell are you doing, dude?
1: Um, I could be better.
2: Um, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry? Jeff's what? Well,
1: no, it's Jeff. the spring has rolled around and as lovely as it is, you know, it does havoc to a Jew. So um, <laughs> I'm just getting over allergies at the moment. So I might sound a little, you know, low in the voice and all that. But hey, my waveform looks sexy. So I don't really care. It
0: always does low in the voice. I hate you. Right
1: <laughs> and I'm also now 27, apparently. That's so. right
0: here on this wonderful April 3rd. That's the date, right? That's right. Yes, Jeff. Yes. Happy birthday. Oh, Woo-hoo!
1: thank you so much. I was officially born, I think, an hour and a half ago.
0: <gasps> oh,
2: boy. Wow.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not too bad for an hour and a half years old, right?
2: <laughs> no, definitely not. You have Thunder. a very well-developed vocabulary. I just Thunder? I don't. It's I think, not a good I think it was a fart.
1: <laughs> all right, guys, don't talk about the movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have the UPS
0: hooked up now, so even if we lose power, all it's going to do is go, beep, 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 please save me, and then we'll be fine. <laughs>
1: That's not going to save you from mentioning the movie. You know that.
0: We're not talking about the movie this week, Jeff. Talk talking about it next week. All right, good. All right, so that's Mary over there. That's our buddy Jeff over here joining us to talk about manga. That leaves me. My name is Mike, Vegito EX. And right now it is just the three of us. It's probably going to stay the three of us. Uh I think it's 8.15 a.m. over in Japan right now, so uh we probably won't see Julie in this episode. That's a shame, because we won't see him next episode either, but uh it's good to know that he's over there, and he's alive. And he's, he's got teaching, a new job. He's teaching high school students now.
2: Good on him.
1: Move it on up, move I it
2: on up. Mary, I, think I hope they don't eat, eat, him eat him alive. alive. Yes. Did I say that? You did say that. Wow, I guess that's the phrase that comes to mind when I think of Japanese high school children. I know, I know. Vicious. Alright, let's cut the shit because we got
0: a lot of stuff to do this episode. Woohoo! It's going to be a long one, but a long and amazing one because we have a manga review of Awesomeness, but uh, it's also kind of a big week because uh, Dragon Ball Kai premieres for us in about 24 hours. This is extremely exciting. So, you're gonna hear some crazy things with time travel going on. We're gonna record everything but Dragon Ball Kai stuff, and then after that episode airs, we're going to record a little tidbit, and we're going to throw it back into the episode. So, so many good things going on. I want to see this. You do? You want I do, to I do, I do, I do, I do, I want to I wanna I want. We'll talk about how you can see it, because the internet in 2009 is a very different time than it was when we first got into anime.
1: What, filled with Twitter?
0: <laughs> Twitter that too. Twitter doesn't get you airings of shows yeah well
1: technically if you uh friend the right
2: people
0: i suppose i suppose so we got manga going on we got dragon ball kai going on we got news we got releases we're gonna name some donation items at the end of the episode
2: and a top five and do you have it I forgot, but I'll do it on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have it. We totally have it. <laughs> All right, then. You heard it here first. I just very... remember that you emailed me about it, and I was like, yeah, good idea. And then I forgot about it for two days. So I, I remember just a right, second. so pay attention to the good for the of the people. Sp- on the spot, top five. Come. That's up the way to do itself. it. Just totally spontaneous. No, None of this thinking BS. I like that. All right. Let's all do right.
1: our top fives like that, Mike. Come on.
2: Yeah.
0: No, I hate it when you put me on the
2: spot with stuff. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> Listen to the latest episode of Low Fidelity. You know what we're talking about, Mike. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Come on.
0: I thought my answer was great.
1: Well, I didn't edit a second of it because I loved hearing it. <laughs> I
0: noticed. i so they're going, uh, uh, oh, my God, Jeff, please edit me. uh, uh. <laughs> No. Anyway, so, uh, next week is another big week. I gotta mention it. Dragon Ball Evolution comes out. We are going to be going to see it opening night. Can uh, we
2: finally be done talking about it? <laughs> Maybe. When it's, when it's I think out, so. <laughs> I just want this. No, but
0: you be... want the weekend numbers. You want to hear how horrifically True. it does. Yeah. We'll be talking about it for probably a week or so
2: after that. Okay. And then when the
0: DVD comes out, give uh, another look. Uh, anyway, what I was going to say is we've been thinking about doing some kind of big group thing. We may still have some kind of group, but with house stuff going on, I can't guarantee that we're going to have solid plans up on the website. So I would suggest to people, make your own plans to go see the movie. And if we happen to show up at the same theater, that's great. But I... Don't think it's going to work. But, Mary, I do know we are going to have some people coming with us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to record the podcast episode that night after the movie. And we're going to have some nice guests over here. Hell yeah. We're going to have people that have been on the show before. Uh, Maybe people... Yeah, definitely people that have not been on this show before. Some guests that were on a long-ass time ago, some people that were here recently. Uh, I've got two mixers that are going to be daisy-chained to each other so we can accommodate everyone. People don't know what that means. Oh, um, Mary, we have a mixer that has two inputs for microphones. I have another mixer here that takes four. So two plus four is six. And there might even be more than six people, so they'll be sharing microphones. Yes. It'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm next looking for week.
2: looking forward to you working on all that stuff while I sit in the <laughs> sofa and eat bonbons. Yeah, right. That's what you'll be doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, my job's going to be damage control. No, Mike, it's not you. Something's just with the man. I don't know. Just, just calm down. Let's fix it. And let's
2: we'll figure have it out. I'll the tranquilizers. All
0: right. So that's next week. We got a lot of stuff this week. Uh, manga, Kai, all that good stuff. So let's just get on into the news. Speaking of Dragon Ball Kai, we heard, I think it was last week, that a jump scan confirmed that a CD single for the opening would be coming in May. Now we have uh, more or less full details about CD singles. The opening and the ending will be receiving CD singles, although individual CD singles, the opening gets its own and the ending gets its own. The opening will be coming out on May 20th in both a regular and limited edition version, and that's Dragon Soul. The regular is COCC 16247 for 1200 yen. The limited edition is COCC 16273 for 1300 yen. So only about a buck difference on those. And then we've got the ending. Yeah, break, care break, coming June 24th in the same regular and limited edition. Uh, Same things, 1200 and 1300. That's COCC 16248 and COCC 16283. Now with the ending here, it's also credited to Takafumi Iwasaki, a name I've never heard before, but I ran a little Google on him. It looks like he's done some Sentai stuff. And maybe one or two things with Takeyoshi uh, Tanimoto-related shows. And that limited edition comes with a sticker. That's all we know. No full track listings or anything, but look forward to those. Mary. Yes, sir. People thought this one was our April Fool's joke. Including me. This was true. Absolutely true. Very, very exciting.
2: It's true and exciting, but I don't know how fitting it is. But it's still cool because this guy's the man. This guy is the man. So
0: on April first, Toei's Dragon Ball Kai website updated with two replacement voice actors. One of them we knew, and then it also listed Tenshinhan. Now Hirotaka Suzuoki, who played Tenshinhan, passed away in 2006. I believe we actually did an episode dedicated to him those years ago, and it listed his uh, replacement for Dragon Ball Kai, Mary. Drum roll. <laughs>
2: It is Hikaru Midorikawa, of all people. Oh, motherfucking man. He is the motherfucking man of the 90s, you said. You said he's very much the product of the 90s, and here is his roster, mostly from the 90s. Why don't you
0: go through a few of these? All
2: right, he's played Zogadis from Slayers, Hiro Yui from Gundam Wing, Mikagami from Flame of Rekka, um, Mikage from Utena, Tamahomi from Fushigi Yugi, Ali slash Fiore from Sailor Moon, and Marth from... Video games? Which game is that? I forget. <laughs> he's a Fire Emblem character, Fire Emblem. but he played Thank him you. in uh, Smash Brothers Melee and Brawl. And he's played a lot more characters oh, than a that ton too. Oh, a
0: stuff. Video games, OBS. Oh, and of anime. course,
2: duh, number uh, 16.
0: Right. And Paikuhan. And Paikuhan, yeah. So-, so he's no
2: stranger to the Dragon Ball universe, oddly enough. Right, Such a right. prolific shonen, you know, typically a bishonen, you know, character. Yes, uh yes. Actor. So Tenshinhan is an interesting match for him in that respect. I know some people would consider him a in yeah, of
0: well, hunky, hunky manliness. Yeah, but when I think of in I think of long flowing hair. Yeah, and I Tenshinhan suppose. is sorely lacking in this department. But like you were saying, 90s. When I think of the 90s, I think of Hikaru Midorikawa and Megumi Hayashibara. And Hayashibara and Midorikawa are both in Slayers. And Slayers is very much a product of the 90s. So I think that solidifies it right there. So I am really looking forward to that. I am definitely going to miss Hirotaka Suzuboki. I mean, that was really the character to me. But uh, Midori Kawa, well-established. Looking forward to seeing his interpretation of the character. Moving away from Kai, we have book covers. These just came out this last week. The first volume of the Anuyoichi Budokai Animanga... And then the cover, finally, for the Super Exciting Guide character volume. I uh, don't care so much about the Anuichi Budokai, but how do you like this uh, character volume? I
2: would need to see it in person. I'm looking at it on the screen, and I don't know if it's just my eyes or what, but it looks kind of, the colors seem kind of muddled together somehow. Does everyone look really short to you? They've been looking shorter and shorter as yeah, the years go yeah, on. definitely. Yeah, Piccolo looks a little out of balance somehow. <laughs> Gohan, too, a little bit. Vegeta looks like how he should look. Right. And no comment on Trunks or Goku. All right. So these are actually on their way to us, these two super
0: exciting guys. We look forward to getting them in and talking about them. Last bit of the news we got for you, Amazon is having a Dragon Ball sale, sort of in anticipation of Dragon Ball Evolution, as they list on the page. They have a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays on sale. The DVZ and GT DVD season sets, try saying that five times fast. They have uh, DVZ seasons 4 through 8 in both of the GT sets. Those are 25 bucks a pop, so that's half a retail price. The DVD double features, they've got Let's see, the DVZ TV specials and then movies 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7, 9. Those are all fourteen ninety nine for the DVDs, and they have the exact same ones on Blu-ray for seventeen forty nine. So uh So some pretty decent savings there if you're looking to pick some stuff
2: up. I'm confused. I feel sure. like we're doing releases right now. What's that? But it's just the news. I
0: know, it's just the news. Well... Because Amazon's only doing it for a little bit. So you want to get in on that stuff. This stuff is already released, but now it's super cheap on Amazon. And I see that as news rather than releases.
1: I agree.
0: Or both. So with that out of the way, we're going to flip things up. And we're going to do topic number one, the Kai review of awesomeness. crap. It is 9.30 in the morning in Japan. It is 8.30 p.m. here on Saturday evening. We just finished watching the first episode of Dragon Ball Kai. Whoa. Holy crap. Jeff, you're here still. Yes, I am. I mean, you've gone home and slept in the meantime since we recorded the rest of the show. So but. you think. <laughs> Have you been hiding out here for the last 24 hours?
1: It's in, it's all in anticipation.
0: It has been 24 hours now. That's so weird. Yep. You must stitch it in. You'll never even know. Wow. So uh, topic one. We just watched episode one. We want to talk about all sorts of things. I don't know how this is going to evolve over the years, because it's going to be going for a while. I don't know how we'll structure it, what the general flow is going to be. What I think we'll do each time is, kind of like the manga review of Awesomeness, we'll do a very quick, especially with this, a very quick recap of what happened in that episode. And then we'll talk about things like what changes there were, what we thought about the music, um, line deliveries, all that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to take you through it. The first episode of Dragon Ball Kai, even before it started, it had the Kamehameha Blasters commercial. That was wonderful.
2: Yes. Kids (laughs) love it.
0: I I adored it. So then the opening theme starts. It's Dragon's Soul, and I think we were all salivating over how gorgeous it looked.
2: I wasn't even listening to the song. I know.
0: I was like, whoa, everyone's gorgeous. It was very pretty, and it showed just the right amount of things of just the right amount of characters. I liked it a lot.
2: Yeah, without getting too far ahead.
0: Right, right. Does anyone have any thoughts on the song? Do you remember it I don't remember the song. Sorry. I, I don't either. Jeff, do you recall it at all? I do a little bit, but I kind of miss Hetchella. I do too. I, Me three. I'm really missing it. I feel like this isn't Dragon Ball without Hironobu Kageyama. I, I would agree. It yeah. was just that one... Tara agrees completely as well. She's meowing at the loss of Hironobu Kageyama <laughs> in the <this> series. <laughs> I don't know what to say beyond that. It was an okay song. I've only heard it once, and it was half an hour ago. You know,
1: I gotta give uh, give him points, though, because uh, we're paying more attention to the animation, because we're not really paying attention I'm to true. the song. Very true, so. very true. I don't know, I think that might be half the point, because it certainly worked with me.
0: Definitely, definitely. So let's just get right on into what happens in this episode. It starts out just like we thought it was going to start out with scenes from the Bardock special. We start out with Goku just being born, and the doctors are there. He's got no penis, just like Waste of Wisher told us. So I think we can uh, pretty heavily rely on what the content is going to be from Wasted Wisher. Big props there. So then it continues with Bardock attacking Frieza, uh, and all the dialogue there, and the planet blows up. Then we cut, just like the Bardock special, uh, soon Gohan picks up Goku down on Earth, and then it flashes forward throughout Dragon Ball very, very quickly. Maybe a scene, maybe two for Saga. We have Goku and Bulma first meeting, the first wish. We've got a brief shot of him training with Kudin, And then we just go from the 21st right to the 22nd. Uh saw Goku versus Tenjin Han. A little bit of the Piccolo Daimao stuff in there. Then it cuts to the 23rd Tenka Budokai And finally a shot of Goku and Chi-Chi getting married. So actually around this point, it's been 10 minutes from the start of the theme song to now. Although there was a commercial break in there, I do want to point out. So that took up some Time. So then it cuts to what we would know from DBZ with Raditz coming in, and it goes to the scene of Chi Chi calling for Gohan. Again, a wonderful joke there Gohan Chang, Gohan Yo. And uh, we get to Gohan on the log with the bird, so they cut out quite a bit of Gohan material here.
2: Good. Yeah. Not sad to see it go. <laughs> I
0: don't know. The saber tooth tiger is gone, though.
2: Oh, he'll make a repeat appearance. He was
0: wonderful. We hope. <laughs> So they did cut out a bit of Gohan introduction there. It cuts right to the log, and then he falls in, and of course, Goku flies over. Uh, we don't see a whole lot here other than Gohan falling, and then he's up above. Uh, did Gohan glow in the original? I'd have to go back and check. I think he cried, and they showed a little more of what was happening. But then he's up in the branch, and he runs into Goku's arms. Then we have the triumphant return of Farmer with Shotgun. So in comes the space pod and Raditz gets out. They have their little dialogue. The farmer dies, Raditz flies off, and we're at the eye catch. So it's cruising along pretty well. And now we would like to note that there was a commercial for the Dragon Ball Evolution PSP game during the commercial break. And what a contrast. Kai, which is really footage from 20 years ago, looks better than a modern PSP game. That's really sad. So we come back from commercial break with really sexy eye catches, just like the uh, opening and ending. So Piccolo's here, Raditz flies in. It plays out pretty much the same way. Not a whole lot cut here. Uh, although, Mary, I think you were noticing there was some Raditz stuff that was cut out, like him flying off and talking about the Saiyajin mm-hmm. showing Goku a little bit. Yeah, that was in there. Some of that stuff there. was cut out. So now we're back to uh, Kamehau's Bulma lands to see everyone. There was a really awkward cut that we saw after she hits Senin, and it goes to her talking with Kureden about Yamcha. Something in there just was a little off. So they're obviously cutting out a few little uh, unimportant things there. We get a quick shot of Raditz and then Goku lands. There's the crab falling after all this. We wanted to point that out because it's such a funny joke from Abridged. And it's here. It was so fast in here. I I don't know. Thoughts on the crab?
2: It was an odd thing to keep in.
0: It was like less than a second long. So Raditz shows up and we get the obligatory dialogue about Kakaroto and he's wondering what that means and it plays out very similar to how it originally did uh, but much more sped up. Remember you were flipping through the manga as we were watching and you were saying we got to about the end of chapter 2. Yeah. Alright then. So I just do want to turn it over to how the first episode of the original went just to see where we got up to with all the filler. You can check out the filler guide on our website. We have uh, at least the first few episodes of Z there. Uh, The first episode of Z as it originally ends is with uh, Raditz showing up to Piccolo. So they got a little bit further than the original. Though you do have to admit that they put in that uh, recap stuff at the beginning, so it might move along, as they say, more speedily in the coming episodes. So that's what happened. Who wants to start off? What do you want to say about this? I mean, we're just coming off of it. These are raw thoughts, raw emotions. No additional research. Mary?
2: I certainly feel like it went by fast.
0: It went by really fast, Like there
2: wasn't anything that was unimportant. No. Maybe shots of Raditz's legs were a bit, you know, too much and too often. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I'm constantly looking at his naked legs. Anyway, that's just probably the nature of the animation. And, you know, if they were to cut it in a different way, it might be really awkward. Who knows? Sure. But... I guess that's what the background, the new background music is there for, is to kind of retransition scenes from one part to the next. I do
0: feel like the background music was pushing the show along a lot, too. I don't know. I don't hate to say it because I have no familiarity with it yet. I, I feel like it was almost like a Funimation score where it just didn't shut yeah, it up. It wasn't
2: rocky, like no, rock no. music, though. But I mean,
0: it was constantly going. There were very few silent points. It didn't, I don't
2: think there's going to be any opportunity for so. silent moments if the show is going to be re-edited to be faster. Yeah, I
0: feel like the show had no room to breathe in here at all, but if that's going to be the point of it, so be it. Jeff, what about you? How are you feeling about this?
1: I'm not really having much of a problem with the whole cut-up nature of it, mm-hmm. although from a person who hasn't watched the first few episodes other than Abridged, it right. seems perfectly normal to me. Okay, so from your perspective, you just feel like you're watching the show? Pretty much. I mean, I, you could totally tell things are being cut. I, it, it's just... There's no room to breathe. Even the crab being there for less than a second just seems sort of odd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the crab, that scene was cut, I think, even from what was originally there. I don't know. It was very strange. Yeah. Weird thing to leave in. But. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's, it just seemed, uh, it, there were things that seemed cut, but uh, the overall continuity made sense to me. I, yeah, actually, yeah, uh, definitely. Were there, were there any moments of filler? in there, or was it really just cut scene from scene No, from some manga? of the stuff
0: that was in there is not in the manga, but I do feel like it's necessary in the TV version to keep things going, like the introduction of Goku and Chi-Chi at the beginning there, right, right, right. Gohan out on the log, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think you do need a little bit of that just to, I don't know, get the gears going with the show a little bit. Yeah, true. What about the whole thing with Raditz and Piccolo? That seemed to go,
1: like, also,
0: like, less than a minute. Was that That much was longer? pretty much the same speed as it was in the original. Really? Yeah, yeah. Let
2: the panels, I don't think they cut anything out from that. Well, I'm even going from
0: what I remember of the TV version. That was pretty okay. solid. <laughs> there may have been a little bit more. I know I saw some stuff cut. After Raditz picks up the other power and he flies up in the air, I think he does talk to himself a little bit more up there. <laughs> and it's really funny because, Mary, I think you'll remember this, the original Funimation dub from 96, the way that they edited that scene is when Raditz senses that power and flies up, they cut directly to Raditz flying off into the distance. They cut out all of that, him up in the air talking to himself. I don't remember this. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, that's how that uh, original went. But yeah, there's a lot more rabbits talking to himself in the original version of the show. Let's go right into, uh, I guess, a new voice. We have Masaharu Sato for Kame Senin. And I think leading up to this, I was at least saying what little I've heard of him when he did the voice previously. I really liked. And that carried over definitely for me here. I yeah, liked he him- wasn't
2: the obnoxious Kame Senin replacement from, from the GT. 90s.
0: Yeah, I like this guy a lot more. <laughs> He's not Kohei Miyouchi but he was still pretty solid. Yeah, I had no problem with the voices at all, actually.
1: I I liked every single one of them.
0: Mary, you were actually saying that Hiromisuru uh, felt a little off as Bulma in this episode. Yeah, I mean,
2: it was just one scene in particular where they're talking about Yamcha and she's getting all pissed off. She just... It didn't sound like Bulma to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was definitely her voice, but it just didn't sound...
2: It's almost like she forgot how to play Bulma. Like, it didn't sound like... Her. Yeah, it's not like the performance was bad or anything. It just didn't sound right. More
0: tomboyish, you think, would have been perfect?
2: Maybe. I don't. I mean, maybe I'm just having trouble remembering what your voice sounds like. No,
0: I don't think so. I think I was expecting more high-pitched anger in there. I don't know.
1: Mm. It did seem kind of toned down, actually, if you, if you think about it.
0: I, I felt like this was, you know, you're going to hear us talk about the manga later on. The word mess comes up. I don't think this felt like a mess, but I felt very rushed. I felt very. Uh, like they're really pushing me along here, but that's how it's going to be, and it's going to be an interesting experience.
2: What I think is funny is if um Dragon Ball Kai mirrors abridged. <laughs> like a and in like nine episodes from now, going to what Nab they gonna choose be to keep
0: in, that kind of stuff? Yeah. Now, that will be pretty funny. With the crab, I, I have to wonder, is there someone at Toei that's like, let me throw this in. Maybe a Wasted Wisher <laughs> did that. I don't know. I, I need to know who decided to keep the crab in there. That was good stuff. It's
2: a critical story element.
0: Definitely. What else can we talk about? I mean, we just watched it. We're just coming off it. No time to sink in. Anyone have any other thoughts they want to add How About more
2: voices. Was uh, was Masako Nozawa pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think she felt pretty dead on, especially with Gohan. Gohan was, was
2: really good. Yeah, she was yeah. definitely
0: able to go back and forth between the two styles of voicing easily. And I know she can do that at the drop of a hat, just on her own, so she's definitely a professional there. You can hear the a very distinct difference between the two voices. And
2: you mentioned that Mayumi Tanaka sounded too much like Luffy and not I, enough like Krillin. Yeah,
0: I don't know how to describe what that difference is, but I did hear a little more Luffy than I hear Krillin in there. But I mean, she's still very solid, very emotional. That that uh, scene where Kurudan goes to shoo off Raditz and he opens his mouth real wide. And I forget what sound he makes, but the delivery in there is excellent as always. And she's always fantastic in what she does. Was there really anyone else? Shigeru Chiba as Raditz didn't get a whole lot of delivery just yet. I actually,
2: I'm sorry. Was Piccolo's voice actor again? I should that be-
0: is Toshio Furukawa. Uh, yeah, he didn't
2: sound as... Awesome as always. Mm. He barely had anything to say right here. I know. But he sounded like too over the top when he probably shouldn't have needed to sound over the top.
0: No, if I remember correctly, that's how he sounded originally, you know, 20 years ago in this episode as well. I think it's just the way that Raditz shows up. I think Piccolo himself is caught off guard, so he doesn't know how to deliver his lines. Was there anyone else? I think that's pretty much all the characters. How about Farmer? Anyone? Like, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give him a good. Not enough singing. <laughs> Not enough singing? <laughs> That's, uh, that's it. Any other visceral emotions and thoughts, Jeff?
1: Uh one quick thing. Sure. I really like the whole beginning part with, with Gohan and Goku. Okay. Really, really enjoyed that. I think if there was anything that had the most emotion in the whole first episode probably be that.
0: Uh-huh. Like
1: especially it is good when, stuff. when he finally catches Gohan. Right. And it's they so have cute. their exchange. That was really adorable.
2: Oh, ooh, and, and Gohan interacting with the turtle. That's not in the manga yes. either, but that's right, so right. cute.
1: That was it is so good cute. Stuff. Definitely. And him
0: doing junk and pong with the crab as well there.
1: The other thing I wanted to bring up was just the visual uh part of this whole episode. Ooh, yeah.
0: Sure. I mean we did just watch it streamed at a little bit rate. But even so, the colors look tell. better than the remastered
1: Funimation yes, boxes.
0: Very consistent, very vibrant, but soft to the right level. Like I don't think they're trying to pretend that it's. I mean, they are pretending it's something new because you know they're giving it a new title. But right. I think they're respecting the 20 years of heritage, the history. Mm-hmm.
2: I was thrown off by the widescreenness, even if it was reframed. Really? It uh-huh. was still bothering me slightly.
0: Wow, it didn't bother me at all. Maybe it's
2: because we we're watching it in a weird way, where it wasn't taking right. you know entirety of the screen.
0: I uh, think this viewing, I was focused too much on content because I was the one writing the notes for this. Uh, repeated viewings, I'm gonna have to double check. But yeah, I think the reframing works better than Funimation stuff does, but. Uh, again, I only saw it once. I would want to go back and give it uh, another shot to look at it. Yeah,
1: I didn't notice any problems at all. In the Funimation one, I picked it up at the first watch.
0: Right, right. Anytime we would see someone's head cut off, we would Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not it. saying it was
2: horrible. Yeah, they right. did a really good job yeah. of you know how they could work if with it. If they're
0: going to do it, this the way to do it. I'm just saying that, it. you know, yeah.
2: it's such an old show that right. to my eyes, it should yeah. not look widescreen. Especially for yeah, us I where
0: we know what these episodes look like so well, especially the early stuff. But there were, uh this didn't exactly have the
1: cleanest of productions, though. We were noticing, uh Mary, we were asking that uh if there was still some shake. And there was, right, I actually was. saw a little bit. I was yep. sitting far away, but I could still see a little bit of shake left. Also, um whenever someone had, like, a great pattern, mm-hmm. you could still see the waving lines. Now, I, that could be the low bit rate that we right, were watching. Right. But um it kind of still feels like uh the original sketch that they had, they didn't really redraw the lines on anything that was with a lot of lines in their texture, you know? Gotcha. So if it oh, was are something-
0: you thinking of, there's that shot of rats, face. Where it's like shadowed on one side. No, something, something like
1: someone was wearing on their chest. It was like, oh, okay. a, like a plating of some sort, but it had okay. like, it was just, you know, boxes after boxes. Gotcha. But it was doing that moire pattern on the screen. I so it, it just seemed like they didn't trace back over that. Yeah, so. it'll
0: be interesting to compare this to some sort of um, HD capture of it to see how it really holds up. Right. Um, anyone else? No, oh, we got
2: the ending theme. Yeah,
0: we haven't talked about the ending theme. I did notice that in the credits, they put an exclamation point after every single word. Originally, we thought it was yeah, break, care, break. But there's uh, one after that second, yeah, break, care, a third word there. Uh, Remember, you said para-para.
2: That was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, oh, it sounds like a para-para song. It was very different for a Dragon Ball song and really dancey.
0: Let's go tip-top all right is what I wrote down. (laughs) Yes, that was
1: awesome.
2: I like just seeing all the characters, and they drew lunch, so that made me happy.
0: Right, right. And the ending shot where Gyumao is taking up half the screen because he's so gigantic. And but... then they
2: show shadowed villains that yes, we'll see later on. shadowed
0: Frieza and Ginyutok Sentai. Very nice. Yeah, I like the, the hints of the future. That reminds me a lot, actually, of the One Piece openings, where the openings show more of the show than what they're actually at. to. Maybe they'll shadow out some people. I don't know if that's just you no know, a current Toei <laughs> thing, but I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't know how I feel about the songs yet. I want to give them more time, repeated viewings repeated listens, wait for the CD singles, but it's not here Nobu Obukage and I really miss it. And that takes away a lot of Dragon Ball to me. Any other thoughts on the general background music? Uh- Again, it one seemed viewing. like it
2: tried to kind of respect the original by being dramatic and not being too rock. Right, right. It was just very clean, I guess.
0: Jeff, do you have any thoughts? Do you remember anything? Anything stick out to you?
1: No, I actually remember the background music showing up. Because I even mentioned while we were watching it that uh, it, I was asking you, this scene's normally quiet, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, they just threw in the music here to make it go faster. And yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, I could totally tell that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just had those moments where you knew they were trying to skip things along. They use music to do that, right, which is right. fine. I just think that, that shows the, the how it may not work as like a clip show sort of thing, you know?
0: I hear you. But right. they
1: had to do what they had to do to keep the story going. So, right. you know, like you said, if that's the way, it's going to be fine.
0: Exactly. That's going to be the purpose of the show is to just cruise through stuff, kind of like a primer for the kiddies these days. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Why not?
2: Maybe kids in Japan have ADD, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe we're just <laughs> at that point. Anything else? Uh, I, I don't know what to say at this point. It's kind of a rush of emotions. We just watched a brand-new Dragon Ball thing live, and we haven't had new Dragon Ball since the special, and that was kind of its own thing, and then since, like, 97, it's the first new thing, even though it's recycled material. It's a very strange place to be in.
2: I feel like watching the Jump special, actually. (laughs) Do you? And the Bardock special. I'm, like, feeling Bardock, like, hardcore. I know.
0: We're definitely gonna watch the Bardock special soon because we got to that point in the manga, as you'll hear later uh, in the episode, and it showed up here, and we actually, last night, after we recorded the rest of the episode, we spot-checked Vegeta's death over in the TV series with Jeff while he was over here and there was that uh, couple scenes there where they take the manga panel and replace it with the tv you know how that runs so dragon ball kai episode one thumbs up thumbs down mary thumbs up thumbs up jeff how about you i'm a skeptical thumbs up
1: uh i'll have to see the later episodes i hope the first episode was just like a you know getting into the mood of it i really hope they slow down for the other episodes
0: yeah, uh, I think I'm with you. I'm I'm hesitant right now. I think I'm going towards Thumbs Up, yeah. but I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm not fully. I'm not I feel fully like there, I'm kind
2: but. of in the middle, too, okay. yeah. actually.
0: I'm feeling very rushed, and I, I don't know that this is how I would prefer to watch the show. I'm definitely going to go back to the original if I'm ever going to re-watch something. Yeah. But this is an interesting new way to do it with the voices that I love. Um Music? I don't know. Kenji Yamamoto, he's got to prove himself. Remember one thing we were talking about in the car? We were listening to Dragon Ball music and talking about something, and... Uh, Oh, I remember what we were talking about. I was saying how they're going to move things along at the beginning of episode 185 where they kind of replay Gohan's Super Saiyan 2 thing for another five minutes or whatever it is. Vocal songs, you may know he is that no longer going to be there. I'm, I know. I don't know how I'm going to be able to take some of those No scenes. more mind
2: power? Oh, God. It's going to be
0: rough on us. I don't know. So that's that. Uh Dragon Ball Kai episode one. We're going to try to come back and every week, if we can, give you at least a couple thoughts on it. I know this one's been about 20 minutes it was the first episode with the recap, that kind of stuff. So that's all I got. I think we're all kind of in the middle, hesitant to give it a thumbs up, but we're heading that way. Looking forward Certainly to episode not two. thumbs down. No, no, no thumbs down for me just yet. Definitely not. So I look forward to episode two next week. We good? Yeah. All right, then. So with topic number one done, we turn it over to topic two, the manga review of awesomeness. <laughs> topic number two of the week is our manga review of awesomeness. This is volume 26 so what is Manga Volume 26? Well, it's chapters 301 through 313. If you're going by the original Japanese tankobon, well, like I said, it's 26. If you're going by the Kanzen it's actually completely contained within number 21. Uh, volume 21 has chapters 300 through 314. So you get one before and one after. It's all in that one volume. That's pretty good. If you go and buy Viz over here in the U.S., that would be DBZ number 10. And then if you're going by the Viz Big, that's going to be DBZ number 4, which isn't out yet. It's out on April 21st. So it's close enough to right now. So there you have it. What we usually do with the manga review of Awesomeness, if you're new to it, we go through the manga volume by volume every month. We go around, we read it, we talk about it. We have Mary and myself here. I've read everything. Mary, well, at this point, you've read the whole Frieza saga because last night you read another, like, three volumes.
2: Yes, I just couldn't stop after a certain point. And also, it was kind of out of frustration uh, there's a lot of reasons, but I, I just <laughs> we'll somehow... Get to those reasons. Yeah, I somehow just kept reading. So, and now I forgot what volume we're talking about, I so know. I'm glad we're going to have this recap. I
0: know, I, you were saying that you need the recap. All of us longtime fans here, Julian, you know, in and out in Japanese. But then there's Jeff over here, a buddy who comes in once a month, sometimes more, reading through it for the first time. You're the noob, the virgin, as I like to say. That is correct and so you are more than halfway through the series now yay you're right in the thick of the Frieza arc Ugh. I'm so sorry it
1: smells of musk
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what we're gonna do is gonna go chapter by chapter of this volume with the recap and then we'll do our analysis I will get you going here with chapter 301 Gohan Kududin and Vegeta watch from afar as Piccolo easily takes the upper hand against Frieza who is transformed by the way Frieza stops in midair smirks at Piccolo and lays down an attack that Piccolo can't dodge in thinks that Frieza has just been faking it the whole time, as Frieza tells Piccolo that he couldn't resist giving him a little lesson. Piccolo takes off his cape and turban and informs Frieza that he will also take it seriously now. Even Frieza is pretty surprised at this display of power and arrogance. As Piccolo screams that Frieza will feel the pain of all the Namekians he has murdered, Frieza informs Piccolo that not only does his power increase when he transforms, but he still has another two whole transformations. Vegeta had no idea about these extra transformations. Frieza says that he should be honored. He will be the first one to ever see this. Do another one here. Chapter 302. Frieza announces he will begin his second transformation. Spikes come out of his back and shoulders, his neck stretches out, and his face forms into sort of this beakish mouth thing, and then the back of his head extends outwards. Frieza asks if they shall proceed with the second round as Piccolo just gasps in awe of the power, and Vegeta states that Frieza has never been like this before. Goku is still healing up, sensing everything that's happening. Even Goku isn't sure what he's going to do now or how he would be able to handle Frieza. Frieza tells Piccolo that he seems to be confident in his own speed. Piccolo blasts off, relatively sure that Frieza won't be able to catch up to him, but Piccolo turns to look back in front of him, and he sees Frieza just standing there with his arms crossed, blocking his path. Frieza fires some blasts from his fingers, first at Piccolo's leg, and then all over. Gohan flies off to help, and even Krillin goes to take off too, but Vegeta grabs and stops him. Vegeta tells Krillin that he needs to give him a fatal wound, and thinks over to Dende. If he heals up from near death just one more time, he may finally... Become a Super Saiyan, Mary. Chapter 303.
2: As Frieza continues to pummel Piccolo with blasts, Gohan flies in with a kick to the head. Gohan bursts back around up top and fires a gigantic blast down at Frieza, who has an incredibly difficult time holding it back. Frieza eventually manages to bounce it back towards Gohan, but Piccolo is able to help deflect it in time. Frieza says the kid didn't have that kind of power before, but he's Saiyan. Wait, so whose kid is that? He killed every Saiyan but Vegeta, Nappa, and Raditz. He doesn't look like either Vegeta or Nappa, and maybe he kind of sort of looks like Rad. It's time to just kill them all off once and for all, though. While Frieza says he doesn't believe in the legend of the Super Saiyan, it's better to be safe than sorry, especially with these two getting so much stronger. Vegeta is shaking Krillin and yelling for him to nearly kill him. Krillin refuses, saying Goku will get there soon and help them all out. Vegeta says that a lower level warrior won't get any stronger, and Krillin's just going to have to do this. Frieza says it would be too easy to finish off Piccolo the way he is right now, so he will grant yet another additional pleasure by transforming into his final, true form. As Vegeta turns and gasps upon hearing this, Kodidin lets out a yell and fires a blast right through Vegeta. Gohan and Piccolo turn their heads, wondering what the fuck is going on, and Vegeta laughs to himself as Frieza begins his transformation.
0: Mary, give me another one, 304
2: here. Gohan's trying to figure out why Kodidin attacked Vegeta, but Piccolo yells that they need to get out of there. As they take off, Gohan tells Piccolo that Dende will be able to heal him up. Vegeta is staggering towards Dende, asking why he won't heal him. Dende says that Vegeta killed too many Namekians and won't heal him. Vegeta collapses as Dende flies off to go heal up Piccolo instead. Frieza continues to transform out in the distance, and he sees Dende healing Piccolo. Piccolo asks Dende if he also has these healing powers, but Dende says that no, he's a fighter-type Namekian instead. Dende still doesn't want to heal Vegeta, but Piccolo says that even he can't take out Frieza anymore, so he needs Dende to do this. A huge explosion in the distance tells them that Frieza has finished transforming, and... And the key is enormous. As Dende flies off to heal Vegeta, the others turn back around to see Frieza emerging from the smoke. Vegeta gets up completely healed and kicks Dende to the side for being such a little bastard. Vegeta senses Frieza's new power and smiles to himself, saying that he is also transformed. We finally see Frieza's true form. It looks like a horn-slash-spikeless-sleek version of the first form. Krillin says that this one isn't as scary as the last, but Piccolo says he would much rather fight any of those previous ones than this. He doesn't think he can help them now. Frieza lifts a finger and fires into the distance past everyone. They all turn around to see Dende's sizzling body on the ground. Frieza says they can't come back to life anymore.
0: Chapter 305. They all realize that Frieza must have seen them healing, which is why he killed Dende day. Goku senses that someone has died and Frieza's ki has grown again. What the bloody hell is going on out there? Frieza disappears and lands in front of everyone, and they all simultaneously attack with punches, kicks, and ki blasts. Frieza dodges everything and disappears again. Frieza fires from the fingertip at Gohan, but Vegeta rushes in to push him out of the way. Gohan thanks Vegeta, but Vegeta says he did it just to show off what he's capable of now. Vegeta tells Frieza that he has finally become the thing he fears the most, a super Saiyajin, and Piccolo wonders what the hell this Super Saiyajin thing as they all keep talking about. Frieza laughs it off as Vegeta rushes in for an attack, pointing out that Vegeta clearly can't keep up with his speed. 306. Frieza tells Vegeta that it appears the Super Saiyajin was just a legend after all. Vegeta refuses to believe it and fires a massive blast down at Frieza. Even Piccolo wonders if Vegeta's gonna take out the whole planet with this one. Frieza looks concerned for a second, but then lifts a foot up into the air and just kicks the blast away. As Vegeta watches it fly by, everyone else realizes that Vegeta was probably just just had this full power, and it didn't matter one bit. This is where the narrator pops in to say that Vegeta finally felt terror for the first time in his life, and losing his entire will to fight, shed tears for the first time as well. Frieza flies forward and smacks around Vegeta before grabbing him by the neck with his tail. Frieza begins punching Vegeta in the back as he holds him up, saying everyone can join in to help whenever they want, but they're all frozen in fear. Goku feels Vegeta's ki getting weaker and weaker and weaker. When the machine beeps, he is finally healed. Goku bursts out, feeling incredible power flowing throughout him, and he's off to help. Chapter 307. Frieza continues to punch away at Vegeta and flings him to the side, realizing he's lost the will to fight. He figures he'll just have to go ahead and finish him off. As Frieza lifts a hand to deliver the final slice, Goku suddenly appears out of nowhere. Goku gives a harsh glance, then casually walks forward. He says it turns out it was Piccolo the whole time, and the Dragon Balls must have brought him here. As everyone wonders if this is the same Goku they know, Frieza says there is some more trash lying around. Around, but Goku just retorts that Vegeta promised to fight him, and he is not to interfere. Frieza wonders why this guy looks so familiar. Vegeta mutters the name Kakarot, and Frieza notes that that's a Saiyajin name, then realizes who this guy looks like. It looks exactly like the Saiyajin that rebelled up until the bitter end when he destroyed planet Vegeta. The narrator quickly pops in to let us know that neither Goku nor Frieza realize that this Saiyajin was actually Bardock, Goku's father. Vegeta notices that Goku is different from before. Frieza rushes in to attack Goku, but Goku places a hand on the ground and kicks Frieza back off into the distance. Frieza lifts a finger to begin firing blasts again, and Gohan warns his dad. Goku just slaps one hand around and deflects all the blasts away. Vegeta laughs and tells Frieza that this one is what he's feared all along. This is the true legendary Super Saiyajin. As Vegeta says he's glad to have lived long enough to see this, Frieza snarls and fires a blast right through his chest. As Vegeta collapses back down, coughing up blood, Frieza says he hates jokes. Mary, give me 308 here.
2: As Goku chastises Frieza for attacking Vegeta while he was already incapable of fighting, Vegeta mutters to Goku that he can't have these limits and needs to be heartless if he's going to become the true Super Saiyan. Goku says he could never be that way and tells Vegeta to stop talking. Vegeta keeps talking, though, and tells Goku that their home planet was not destroyed by a meteor, but rather by Frieza himself. Frieza killed everyone, including their parents, even though the Saiyans were his minions. He killed them all just because he feared the legendary Super Saiyan. Vegeta tells Goku that Frieza must die by a Saiyajin's hand, and finally leans his head over and dies. Goku says that this must have been difficult for Vegeta, since he's probably never begged for anything before in his life. Goku opens up his eyes towards the mountain next to them and creates a hole to bury Vegeta in. Goku says he is technically a Saiyajin too and will take on some of the pride to take revenge for all the Saiyajin and Namekians. Piccolo says they're just in the way, so he takes off with Krillin and Gohan. Once they're gone, Goku rushes in to attack and trades some swipes with Frieza, both dodging one another. Frieza fires a blast, which Goku holds back but pushes him into a mountain. He's eventually able to deflect it up, but burns his hands up a little. Frieza just glares at him. 309. Up on Kaiosama's planet, he tells his new students that Vegeta has been easily killed by Frieza. Kaiō says Goku has begun to fight, and even though it's tough, Saiyan and Goku in particular seem to be quite a rare breed. He's not like the Goku he trained up here. Frieza admits Goku is stronger than he thought, but he'll never win. Goku says he won't know until he tries. Frieza uses a type of ki eye shot from his eyes to explode the area around Goku, who dodges it and shoots one right back at Frieza, who is also able. to to get out of it and smack Goku down underwater. Goku hangs out underwater, figuring out what to do for a bit, while Piccolo and the others wonder what's going on, though Gohan notes that his dad's ki hasn't gotten any lower. Goku fires out two Kamehameha directly in front of him under the water and holds them in place. He swims a bit away and flings the first one up at Frieza, then the other. While Frieza's confused, he jumps out and kicks him into another mountain. Goku thinks it works, but realizes it didn't do much as Frieza just gets right back up and cracks his neck a little bit.
0: Chapter 310. Frieza says again that Goku is the first one to impress him so much and actually get a speck of dust on him besides his parents. Frieza decides to play with him a little bit and psychically lifts a bunch of rocks to fling at him. As Goku finishes dodging them, he realizes he's been tricked and Frieza is right there to catch him in another psychic attack, this one a paralyzing ball of energy. Frieza flings Goku down in what he thinks might kill him, and even his friends are a little concerned, until Piccolo realizes Goku is right behind them. He flew out of the attack right as it exploded with his amazing speed. Goku rushes back in. The two are pissing each other off now, and are finally going to get serious. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Chi-Chi and Guumao are having dinner. Chi-Chi hopes Gohan's doing his homework, and that they're not all just goofing off together. Chapter 311. Frieza asks asks if Goku would like to battle in the sky or on the ground. Goku says if it doesn't matter, then let's do it on the ground. They fly over to some little ground area and Goku takes off his extraneous ripped clothing, stretches out a bit. Frieza says as proof that he's not so bad of a guy, he'll even fight without using his hands now. Goku gets to go first and swipes around while Frieza dodges everything and smacks him with his tail. Goku grabs the tail and swings him around, but Frieza rushes back in and strangles him with that tail. Goku bites it to get loose and continues his attack, so Frieza is forced to smack him with his hand. As Frieza says Goku's bonus period has expired, Goku tells him he shouldn't be so confident since it leaves him wide open. Chapter 312 Frieza says Goku is pretty strong and offers him a job. Goku, of course, turns it down, which Frieza, of course, expected since the Saiyajin are so stubborn. Now he's just going to have to kill him. Frieza estimates that Goku is still holding back considerable power, but even if Frieza only uses half of his own power, it's more than enough to totally destroy him. It's time to finish this up. Piccolo and the others wonder what's going on and why they're just staring at each other. Piccolo then figures they're probably just looking for the right moment to attack. As they stare at each other, Goku somehow realizes that Frieza isn't bluffing. Frieza rushes in and elbows Goku in the face. And even though he gives Goku a moment to recover, keeps it going with another barrage of attacks. Goku tries to attack this time, but just gets smacked back. Kaio says this is not going too well. Yamcha asks if the clothes are slowing him down. Mm, they're not. Tenshinhan says, ah, don't worry, since Goku still has the Kaioken up his sleeve and can probably push it to even Kaioken times 10. And this is when Kaio-sama says Goku has been using the Kaioken 10 times this entire time already. Merry, last chapter of the volume 313.
2: Frieza continues. Continues to smack Goku around and concludes with the slicing type ki attack from his hand. It misses Goku but it slices through a mountain and part of the planet itself it seems. Goku knows he can't win. Piccolo knows he won't win. And up on Kaio-sama's planet they're all realizing Goku can't win. Kaio explains that Goku's already using Kaioken times 10 and Freeze is only using half his power. Goku says if only he could use the Kaioken times 20 he might have a chance but he doesn't know if his body can take it. He decides to go for it anyway hoping to all hell that Freeze Frieza's bluffing on this one. Goku bursts in and attacks, charging up a Kamehameha the entire time. Goku eventually fires it, which Frieza tries to block with just one hand. There's a giant explosion in the air, and as the smoke clears, is still standing there, mostly unharmed. And that's the end! That is the end of that volume. So before we get
0: any further, Jeff, I know you got your allergies kicking in, so Mary and I took over double duty here to do the uh recap, but now it's your turn. Really? Yeah, yeah. You gotta talk and talk and talk, but first, just like we did last time, this is how I think we should do it. Before we go any further, we're going to check in with your predictions from last time. That's what we'd like to do. We'd like to get your predictions on what you think is going to happen and then get back to them and realize either how dead on you were or how way off you were.
1: I'm very scared right now.
0: So last time you said Goku's coming back to fight next volume.
1: Okay, good. All I right, got one. Good on that one. I got one. Not too bad. All right.
0: You said there's definitely going to be a huge fight and Freeza will transform one more time.
2: Not one, but not two. Not
1: one, no, one <laughs> but two, two. Yeah, two more times.
0: <laughs> We're into his final form though, so there you mm-hmm. go. You said, uh, where's Dende going to be? He's kind of hiding, but he's also healing. Could he be the first aid squad? Well, that's exactly what happened and that directly led to his death of this volume.
1: I should have seen that.
0: Very nice. That was a good call. You said there's not much else to predict. You know, there's no more Dragon Balls, no more characters really. Uh, you did say Bulma's going to appear eating at some point. We had Chi-Chi and her dad eating though. That's kind of I was light. close.
1: Very close. I would say I was close, close on that. I get some points.
0: All right. Not too bad. So Jeff. Yes. This volume. How did mm-hmm. you feel about this? I just want to get your initial impressions right off the bat.
1: Right off the bat? Yep. Mm, didn't like it.
0: Yep. I think we're all in agreement on this volume. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No. Sh- uh, yeah. All right. This well. is
0: not an enjoyable volume. I have a lot of things huh. I dislike about this. I like individual things. I like freezes transformations. I like certain things that characters do, but I feel like we're getting the same story over and over. Mary, you know where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. If Vegeta claims he's the Super Saiyan one more time, I'm going to smack his ass out of this manga. I can't Take it anymore. He's driving me crazy.
2: This is really bizarre, just coming off of the last couple of volumes, which we all liked kind of very much. Enjoyed. And then this yeah. one just drops the ball and I don't know why if it's a combination of things, if it's any one thing, or what went wrong, but clearly all three of us are like, yeah, uh, my problem
0: no. is that all right, we have the sciogen arc Goku comes and saves everyone and takes over the fight. He's already done that again in the same arc, and now he's doing it for a second time in the same arc. I, I really do not like that.
2: Actually, now that you mention it, I'm remembering back when I saw this for the first time in the anime, and I think that's why I kind of tuned out at this part, because, yeah, it seemed like a repeat, because we already saw him show up on the scene and try and save everyone, and then he had to go away for a while no, and you heal. Remember,
0: I thought it was kind of cute when Toriyama did it again, like, kind of repeating the same poses when Goku defeated. Sparta with the Kaioken, the same way you did Nappa. But now I'm I'm just overdone. Jeff, let's go back over to you. Other than not really enjoying it, what about this volume got under your skin?
1: To be quite honest, uh, I got to disagree with you, Mike. I didn't like the transformations. Oh, okay. I really didn't. Uh, I have nothing against him transforming more than once, mm-hmm. right? But twice in the same volume seemed a little bit of overkill, but first of form all.
2: Transform is what, like a chapter or so? It's, it's like a... he almost decided, okay, I don't really like this. Or maybe his right. editors decided, right. okay, we don't like this. You got to do something better.
1: And it's just useless. Like that, just no, no, that bothered me. Uh, Other thing is the art concept behind it. You mean to tell me that his fourth form is like the apple version of the previous (laughs) three? (laughs) <laughs> I don't get how that makes any sense. Like, I'm sure it's probably but based off of something. We get
0: to that one. Because you're talking about being based on something. Third form should be clearly obvious to everyone. It was a direct homage to something. No. No.
1: No.
2: Oh, it's a direct rip off of Aliens.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. Flip, flip. 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 I was gonna
0: say you might want to go back and look at that. It's
2: and you, exact- and, and Mike, how many oh. times do I watched Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Okay.
1: okay, so you're talking about like the extended head. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, it looks like aliens. That's
0: definitely what that is. Alright, so let's take it back over to his fourth and final form here. I like that, the Apple version. That's a great <laughs> description, Yeah <to get. laughs> Do you like how it looks, though, in theory?
1: Um, The fourth one I like in theory, but uh, this kind of leads into the other reason why I didn't like this manga. A a very big reason, that is I did not like the art style. Okay. I actually found it to be a lot messier in this one. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Did you you guys notice it seemed kind of rushed?
2: Yeah, it seemed like not nearly as detailed, and my eyes just weren't focused in on it as much as I'm normally focused on just like stewing in the grandness of the art and this time I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, There's a lot through. of
0: speed and explosion lines this volume, so I yeah. might have
2: something to do with it. We should probably look at the maybe last three or so volumes to see if this is when Toriyama's peaked with his new art style, like totally losing the roundness of like right. his old mm-hmm. style and now mm-hmm. he's fully in his angled version.
1: And you know what? That's funny that you mentioned that because it makes Frieza look really sort of oblongish every time we see him. His, he's supposed to have like this perfectly round head and every time I look at it, it's like Gumby. <laughs> (laughs) so I don't know it just I I was not a fan of how he was being drawn at all. And there were even shots of even people like Goku and, uh, and Piccolo that were, that just seemed sort of Mary, you actually saw
0: some very awkward Piccolo shot at some point. I can't remember what it was, but his, his hand is in front of his face. Like,
2: Oh, oh, but it was more of a comedy thing than a, than a perspective thing. It was more like, wow, that's a really funny expression on his face. Like he looks very girly. So it looks kind of awkward. I thought it was intentional. I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) I'm going to die. Let's
0: talk some character stuff, then. Let's go over to Vegeta, because we have... Because he pisses you off. (laughs) <laughs> no, I want to talk about Vegeta's breakdown in this issue. Uh, the narrator actually comes in to take over. Also, what I didn't like. All right, tell me about it then. Uh,
1: okay, that was just so random. Since we haven't had a narrator since what? Last Kaiji Budokai ended, <laughs> <laughs> and it's here now because it's like, and Goku started to cry. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Well, That's Vegeta what illustration is for. Oh well, what I say?
0: You said Goku.
1: Oh crap! I'm in mean Vegeta. You're right.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's like, look, it the was artist is very random. Break in.
1: It's 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 telling me what I can see. In the illustration, I didn't see any purpose for it, and it was kind of like—I uh, agree.
0: I didn't think it was necessary. I think just blank panels, well, not blank, but no dialogue, would have been fine. A couple with no dialogue, just shots of Vegeta's face—that would have—it's a cop surprised. out.
1: It's a total cop out because you know Trying you're,
0: to pull too much out of you.
1: Yeah, it's it's supposed to be like um, you know if you're not getting the message, here's what's going on. No, I get the message. Yeah, I, I get can it. tell. I can
0: see what's going on.
1: Yeah, that was like, and that's just a rare slip-up because that never happens, other than like right here.
0: I actually felt that the build-up to that was too. Crazy quick in this particular moment we went right from Vegeta's thinking all right I'm it yeah he's so cocky
2: one attack and he's like that upset over it and then he's
0: crying I think that could have maybe the, the uh, TV version did a little better. I have to go back and check and see if they extended that. Yeah, I would have
2: liked it. to have seen him be more dragged through the dirt before he breaks down crying because yeah. I wasn't feeling any reason for him no, to d- just, just suddenly give up right, right then. There. I
1: don't know. It doesn't bother me as much because I think for Vegeta, if he knows that he's not going to win, he knows he's not going to win. You know, like I, I could kind of see that being a little bit realistic, but I don't know. It's just like I could see the reasoning for him getting to that point very quickly, mm. uh, just because Frieza is this powerful. I'm surprised he's not. This (laughs) Disintegrated. Let's put it that way. Right. But, yeah, at the same time, it it just, I don't know, the pacing was off on that. The
0: pacing's totally off in this volume. Mm -hmm. It just seems like it's, it's too quick, it's too muddled, it's too all over the place, trying to do too many things. But
1: there's something funny about that, because while the pacing might be bad, I really didn't mind the story so much. Okay. I think dialogue was okay. Yep, yep and the the progression was fine yeah, it's I just think a little quick the things quick.
0: that happen are good yeah
1: yeah it, it, the storyline's fine it's it's going to live on but like just the techniques being used it's really the execution that just fails mm-hmm. in okay. a lot of places
2: i feel like i have a weird issue with the pacing in this issue because when I, as soon as Goku shows up on the scene and he starts fighting, I'm already like almost as soon as Move it more. starts, I'm like, God, is this going to be over yet? Yeah, I agree. I, I just enjoy the other characters interacting with Frieza a lot more, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you know,
2: with Goku, he at least kind of stands a chance. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like there's any sense that, you know, oh my God, it's so bleak because everyone else, you know, is so weak. Well, it just well, seems
1: like Goku shows up and it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, now he's ready to go. It's. It just—he was placed in there.
2: I, I want to go back to that, though. But it
0: is bleak because we have Kaiô saying he's been using time ten this whole time. I did like stuff, that but.
2: plot device. I totally didn't remember that, so uh-huh. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, oh shit, he's been in time ten because normally they. Make a habit out of saying what attack they're using, like Kaioken or whatever, and they just go into it. But he's been in it the whole time. That was kind of surprising. Jeff, you were shaking your head a little bit.
1: No, I was just sort of like, I wasn't even thinking of the Kaioken as a device that stays. Like, I didn't realize that it's a a staying power type of thing.
0: Oh, it's not really. I I think Goku was just using it and didn't stop to say, all right. I'm going to use Kyo ten times ten now and go. For oh, ten. oh, oh! You mean like, you just like just the way it was shooting. presented? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I definitely enjoyed that.
0: How about Dende's death, Jeff? Let me go to you on that.
1: <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. I was going to mention it. Um, totally saw it happening. Uh, I, the way that it, it was... It made
0: sense, and I, I like yeah. you see Frieza looking out of the corner of his eye, like ah, oh, little bastard over there. You know, it's
1: funny because I flash back to all the strategy games I played, like multiplayer, where uh-huh. whoever's your first aid squad, that's exactly who your enemy's going for. As soon as you <laughs> identify <laughs> that 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 yes. person. Yes. And they're dead. Forget it. Right. It, easily. Good move. Good yep. move. That's strategy gaming for you. <laughs> But yeah, I, I saw it coming.
0: How about Vegeta's death itself then?
1: Like how it went?
0: Yeah. Did you feel anything? Are you okay with how it happened?
1: Let's see. I don't think I was really all that upset or um, surprised by Vegeta's death.
0: No, you can kind of see it coming. Yeah.
1: But I was more surprised by Goku not saying, oh, we got to revive him. You know, no, he buries him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, wow. <laughs> that I was not expecting at all. Yeah, Goku's uh,
0: reaction is very interesting.
1: Yeah. In fact, when I was reading this, I, I got to the panel where Goku just looks at the ground and there's an explosion. I was like, well, that's a very random thing to have happen right there. And I flipped back like three times and then Uh kept reading and saw, oh, he's burying him. Right. That like really stopped me for a second I do want to talk
0: about Goku's reaction there because he does a couple very interesting things. Yes. One is that very harsh, I don't even know how to describe it, the way he reacts. He just buries Vegeta. And this is the first time in the series, since he's learned who he is and where he comes from, that he takes on anything from his Saiyajin heritage. He's always said, I am not Saiyajin. I am Earthling. I am not Kakarot. I am Son Goku and right here he finally says I'm gonna do something for all the Saiyajin and Namekians that you killed I'm gonna kick your ass yeah and that's An interesting turn for Goku.
1: Well, his personality totally shifted, too. Like I said, he buries uh, uh, Vegeta. He doesn't say we can get him back somehow or, you know, looks all hopeful. He actually is... He thinks
0: it's done at this point.
1: You know what? I'll make a prediction right here. Sure. He's going to kill Frieza. Like, he is not going to have any reservation about killing this person. All right. Or alien. (laughs)
0: This (laughs) ningen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How about other stuff? Mary, let me go back over to you. What about this volume? I don't Likes, know. It's dislikes?
2: honestly a blur to me. and I did myself a disservice we just by, talked about it. by going like two volumes ahead because even though we just summarized it right here having trouble picking out, like, any one event. I mean, we hit the big ones with Vegeta's death and Dende getting, you know, fried. And I guess the transformations, you know, those were all the big things in this volume. I can't really think of anything else that stood out. And really it, especially in terms of the fight. Like, there was nothing in the fight set. No, I was like, no. whoa, that was a cool move. Like, it was all just, okay, they're drawings and they look kind of sloppy and, and not thing. focused. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. I like it when Goku buys uh, Freeze's tail. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting thing. Yeah.
0: But yeah, everything else is very generic types of attacks. We had the ki stuff going on a little bit. That was kind of something. But beyond that, I mean, there's no new attacks introduced. Not that there should be. Although maybe there is. Freeze is using some of his psychic power here and now. Like, he's rising up the rocks and he's doing that slicing thing. All of which are wonderful attacks in, uh, Idainoru, Densetsu, uh, for PS1 and Saturn. Just want to put that out there. Very nice attacks in the game. Thank you. Other than that, though, I don't know what else to say about this. I had a big problem with this volume. It just seems like a mess to me.
1: If we were to look at this individually, I think I could pass this by a little bit easier than reading it as a whole. I just think it was like a bunch of, uh, I don't know, not so very put together volumes smashed together, uh-huh. or uh, rather chapter smashed together into a volume that just didn't really seem to uh, look too good on the series, I guess. All
0: right, Jeff, let me ask you, after reading this now and seeing where we've come so far in this arc, are you still interested to see where it goes? Um,
1: to be quite honest with you, I would not mind skipping a volume or two just to get this thing over with. Yeah, and I think I've, that's kind of why-
2: I read two volumes after that because I'm like okay when is this thing over and I couldn't remember how many more volumes it was and I was just like okay when's it over when's it over when's it over okay is this
0: the longest arc we've had in the 20s oh it's got to be we've been reading it's so gotta it has got be. to be yeah
1: yeah I, I i would totally see this as being the longest one cuz well i mean here's the thing what does what defines the arc is it Frieza just showing up at all like the first time we see him
0: i, I would start this arc right after Vegeta leaves earth after his battle with goku when they first decide when they all realize hey we got to go to namek
2: yeah.
1: yeah oh this definitely has to be longer yeah i'm sure of it or at least it feels longer maybe this is one of those arcs that's actually using its time to the to the fullest, you know, like a. It is, um,
0: but but we don't want that much time. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I guess so. <laughs>
0: well, does anyone have anything else to say about this volume? I really don't. I, I think mess is the word I want to use to describe it.
2: I'm just kind of happy that we all feel the same way. <laughs> like <laughs> there's not just. And that's the weird thing, because we are fans, we do love this series, but I think
0: it's great that we can point out these parts and be like, you know what? This isn't so great. We love it, but uh, I don't know about you, Toriyama, here. You
1: know, it's funny that you say it's a mess. I actually don't think it's quite a mess as much as it is just garbled. Okay. You know, I, I mean, because... It's a cause
2: garbled mess. It, Gar-
1: if any, like I said, the storyline is fine, you know, because uh, things are happening logistically, technically, Speaking you know. of
0: story, one thing I totally forgot to mention. Hmm? We have Bardock in this volume. I'm oh, fans. Yeah. If you want to read the tidbit we have on the website all about Bardock's uh, origin, how he came into being... Jeff, I don't know if you know this whole backstory, but there was a TV special all about Bardock in the final moments of Planet Vegeta that was developed by Toei as a TV special that aired before this part of the manga. Bardock and some of the others uh, were developed by Katsuyoshi Nakatsuru, who is kind of Toriyama's right-hand man. Toriyama saw this TV special, and you can read we have a quote from him on the website. It was something like, it's the kind of story I would never tell. He liked it so much that he incorporated Bardock into his own, I guess, call it canonical story so we showed him in there for two panels so bardock who was not a filler character but an added character uh, was brought back in here
1: that's a cool tidbit
0: eh? yeah yeah so how'd you feel about that I, I like how the narrator again the narrator randomly pops in but i like how it was described neither goku nor Vegeta know that who that person was was goku's father i mean goku and frieza yes. was it yes 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 so we got to watch the TV special now. We do. And I've been waiting for this point because now, Jeff, I can have you review other random things with us. Okay. I didn't want to spoil it. So I've been like, what volume does Bardock show up? All right. We can finally watch the first TV special. <laughs> so you can watch it with us at some point. Excellent. Probably not going to get to it this month, but maybe next one. This one's going to be a blur for the rest of the month. So that's all I have. Anyone want to conclude this volume of the manga or anything you have? I'm good. No one's got anything? All right, then we are done. Jeff. Yes. Before the topic section is officially over. Need your predictions for next volume, which I am holding in my hands. Uh-oh. Oh, and I really shouldn't show you things. <laughs> okay, um, Jeff, what do you think is going to happen next volume? We left it where Goku tried to use Kaioken times 20, and that did nothing.
1: Right. Um, you know, I'm going to reluctantly say that this is not over in this volume. Okay. But uh, Goku and, and Frieza finding an entire volume, gosh, that does not sound interesting. Uh, but, hey, it might be possible. I mean, we've already seen what a lack of utter surprise can show in an entire volume, so this might actually happen uh, for the next one. Yeah, I'll pretty much say it's going to be a, a, just a giant fight with uh, them two. However, I kind of see more interaction coming up with the other characters, because they got to be doing something.
0: Yeah, they're just hanging out on the sidelines right now.
1: And if I know Piccolo, he's not going to stay quiet for very long. Right, right. Uh, same with Gohan, right? I mean, he's got to do something, too. He
0: keeps showing hints of power, and he's just like, oh, my God, he's strong, and then it went down to nothing, and what do we do with him?
1: Yep. So on Kaiosama's planet, I'm sure we're going to see them a lot more.
0: Yeah, they're like the sidelines uh, exposition. They are, but they're background
1: filler. You know, like, they're they're good for... Um... There's
0: a lot more of them in the TV version for filler.
1: Oh, I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I I'm, I mean, I'm sure we're going to see them again. You know, I'd like to see Bulma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all you wanted to say. I
1: you know, I, I got that half right last time yeah, when you saw yeah. Chi Chi instead, but uh, I, I'd like to see Bulma this time. I mean I'm really curious to see what she's doing.
0: So you basically said Goku and Frieza are just gonna fight all next volume.
1: <sighs> really, that's it. I mean I what will make I'm gonna make a giant prediction though. Sure. I will say that the uh this we're gonna see the super Saiyan. Oh okay. finally. All right. I, I I believe it's gonna be with this enemy and with this fight. All right. Well, I don't know if it's going to be next volume, but I know it's going to be this okay, fight. Okay, in this fight. Yeah.
0: Sure. All right. Those are your predictions?
1: What else is there?
0: All right. With that <laughs> done, we are officially done with the manga for this month.
1: Wait, I got it. All One right. missing character in the hills is going to show up and do something. No, I'm kidding.
0: Jeff, we'll see you with more manga next month. Sounds good. we are here for the rest of the episode. Let's keep going. Yay. Mary, top five list on the spot. Okay. Because you forgot to do it. What are you going to do in anticipation enjoyment of Kai coming out with filler cut out? Mary, I would like to know the top five filler scenes or episodes that you would like to stay in Kai. Probably not going to be there, but what would you like to stay?
2: All right. There's no particular order to this. I know what my favorite is. All right. And it won't be a surprise to anyone. However, I'm going to randomly pull stuff from the top of my head based on what I can remember from the show being filler. So lunch getting drunk. All right, I hope Good stuff. I, I know it won't stay, but it's the only time we see lunch in Z. Pretty the, much, there is one other than like the end. I guess They're
0: out in like a waterfall or something. Okay, but yeah, other than that, she's pretty much gone. So. We'd like to see her acknowledged in the show. And if they cut out the filler, then she's gone. Very good.
2: Next one. Gohan and the robot episode. Very good. It's sad because the robot dies. (laughs) (laughs) If a robot can die, which it can't. But it dies and it's sad. Sure. Okay, number three, I'm going to say Yamcha being a professional baseball player in those first episodes of Z. Getting into the fight and tiptoeing in and out. Good stuff. I can somehow see it. Yeah, yeah, it works. Toriyama idea. Okay, number two, I'm going to... Say, um, any extra training taking place in the Room of Spirit and Time. I think it's a a neat locale that they don't really show too much of in the manga that we get more of a glimpse into in the anime. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, in the anime. Right, right. And you're number one. Okay, Surprise it's all to- no one. Surprise to no one is the driving episode where Piccolo and Goku go and get their driver's licenses. And it's awesome. It is awesome. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? The whole what? And they wear really funny clothes. They're okay.
1: aliens. How do they get through the DMV?
2: <laughs> Don't ask. You have to see it to believe it.
1: It must be Jersey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Mary, thank you for a top five on the spot. That done. Let's do some releases. Coming out on April 7th, which is a Tuesday, it is Dragon Ball Evolution for the US PSP. This is coming from Bandai, developed by Dimps, you know about this. Uh, it is $39.99 MSRP, you can still get it on uh, Amazon for 3 bucks off, $36.99. We will indeed be reviewing the game next month, so look
2: forward to that. Merry April 10th, big day. Oh boy, it's uh, the Dragon Ball Evolution movie coming to a theater near you, and um, see it if you want. We hope it bombs. I hope it bombs. I can't speak for you. I hope it bombs because I'm an asshole. Jeff,
0: you can sort of see the screen now. How about April 15th?
1: All right, on that Wednesday is going to be Dragon Ball Evolution Soundtrack. This is uh, the release in Japan, that's it?
0: Oh, we had it, it was just uh, earlier last month.
1: Oh, Go America. Well, apparently it was done by Brian Tyler. It's uh, released by Getting On. It's going to be 2,500 yen, but it's 2,536 at CD Japan.
0: April 21st. It's a Tuesday. This is big, we talked about this, DBZ Volume 4. Which will have the volume that we just talked about right here in this episode. Covers Tang Bono graphic novel volumes 26 through 28, 1799, though Amazon's get a pre-order for 1223. Mary, big day, April 22nd. Take it away.
2: All right. We've got the Romanticu Ageru Yo single coming out. It's a debut group, Sherry. And the uh, code for it is UPCH5586, and it retails for 1200 yen. There is uh, three tracks on this thing. The first one is, you know, the Dragon Ball song. And it's a song called Separate. And it's $11.59 on CD Japan. Get it today if you like little girls. Assuming they're little girls, I don't remember. Anyway, Dragon Ball Z Volume 32 Spanish Region 2 DVD. It's a two-disc set and it's La Saga Debut. Covers episodes 256 through 263. You can get it for €24.95 on zonadvd.com. Finally, Dragon Ball Z Dragon Box Volume 4 Region 2 POW release. It's uh, the sets of two-disc packs. It's 10 discs. Covers episodes 118 through 157. And uh, just going by the previous releases, it should be about €59.95. Euros, also on zonandvd.com. Thank you
0: much. Finally, for the month of April, April 29th of Wednesday, we have Dragon Ball Kai Saiyajin Raishu, or Saiyan Attack. This is developed by Monolith, and it's coming out on the DS over in Japan from Namco Bandai. It's 54.90 on Play Asia. We know nothing about an American release yet. Hopefully, we'll learn about that in the near future. So, with that out of the way, let's do some emails. Jeff, yeah, we got some emails. Why don't you read the first one here from Rachel?
1: And Rachel has to say this. So, hi, this is Rachel from the chat and forums and whatnot, and I have a question for you guys that may or may not have been discussed already, but if so, I have yet to find the answer. Anyway, we have Dragon Ball Kai premiering this weekend in Japan, and obviously, everyone wants to watch it, including me. And probably will. But the majority of the Dicex community doesn't get Fuji TV. Thus, I was wondering how you feel about the discussion of, well, acquiring the episodes. It's sort of an unprecedented situation since the internet was way different when GT was on the air, and the recent Jump Special was streamed legally worldwide. Should everyone go with the current do-what-you-want-but-keep-it-to-yourself rule, or will Kai be an exception? Really interested to hear your answer. Thanks.
0: I think that's a great question because obviously we're going to be watching it, um, and we're not going to tell you like how to get subtitled versions of it because we're not... For that, but we're still going to be watching it, so are we hypocritical? How's this all work? I do want to point out, just like Rachel said, the internet is a vastly different place in 2009 than it was when we got into the series. It was not uncommon for us not to see episodes for years after they aired. I mean, I got the last couple episodes of GT Raw on VHS oh God, something like two years after they aired. And that was quick back then, at least for the regular anime fan. If you were in the tape trading scene, uh, like really in-depth at the source, you could get it like maybe a month after it aired. But years was not uncommon, and we were grateful for it. Now we're in this gimme, 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 entitled anime community, where if you don't get it within two hours after it airs on Japanese TV, you're upset, you're livid, you're writing hate mail and threatening to... Bomb companies. So here we have Dragon Ball Kai. We have us as longtime fans. We obviously want to watch it. We've heard nothing about it streaming online from Fuji TV or from Toei, anything like that. Like FMA, we just learned today, is going to be streamed online by Funimation within days of its airing on Japanese TV subtitled. Dragon Ball Kai, we have nothing. So what do we do? Mary, I'm going to start with you. How do you feel about it? What are you going to do? And how are you going to justify it for yourself?
2: I'm going to do what you do because I don't know technology. So <laughs> I'm just going to sit on the couch and wait for you to get it all set up. All right. Uh, I, I don't understand why you asked me.
0: <laughs> so I'm just following along with true, what you're true. doing. I'll, I'll just get it up and play. And you're like, all right, let's watch and talk about it now. So, Jeff, you were asking me, hey, how are we going to watch this? Well, yep. there are interesting new things out there these days. Uh, there are programs. One of them is actually a peer-to-peer program that lets you stream live Fuji TV as it's being aired in Japan.
1: Legal or not legal? Not legal. Okay. It's like someone puts up someone... It's like pirate cable. I was going to say, like someone puts on their stream box, or no, the sling box rather, and then anyone can connect to it basically. Right.
0: So that's out there. I mean, that's in addition to the age we live in, where, of course, the HD raws are going to be online within an hour or two. And there's obviously going to be a couple groups out there that are going to be subtitled in English. Of course, they shouldn't be because the IP is sublicensed by Funimation over here in the U.S. They have the right to do the English translations. So who's going to do what? I've always been a big proponent of don't be a bootlegging jackass But whatever it is you do, don't brag about it. Don't be a douchebag and say how many gigs upon gigs of bootlegged anime you have. Let's not do the e-penis thing. Do whatever you need to do. Keep it to yourself. I think that's kind of how we're going to be doing it, where obviously we're going to watch it. We're going to talk about it every week. And I hate to have to say it, but we're the type of fans who we're going to buy it. So I don't know if that gives us... Kind of an out like those R2s come out, of course, we're going to pick them up, we're going to love it. We love the series that much, we'll do it. Not everyone's
2: the same way, not everyone's going to buy the R2 discs if there are any. You're not buying the R2 time. discs, what you're not buying the R2 discs? It's a waste. Buy them here if they come out here. Why wouldn't I buy the R2 discs because they're not subtitled? So, so
1: I have Ava not subtitled on R2s.
2: <laughs> I would rather spend my money on something I could read. What I'm getting at is we will support a legal
0: release of it. If you don't want to buy the R2s, that's fine. Go and buy if it comes out over here. Mary, you and I were actually talking about this earlier today, though. I think you had a great point. You said that it's in- Oh, right. From-
2: this was um, kind of tying back to the whole FMA thing that they're right, doing. Right, right, right. I think it's awesome that they're going to be streaming FMA days after it airs in Japan, subtitled. So clearly, if they have the capability to do that, why aren't they doing it with Kai? Well, to me, the answer is obvious. They're still releasing their Orange Brick Season box sets. Why would they shoot themselves in the foot to compete with themselves? Agreed. So the only thing I can imagine is that they'll wait for um, the last set to come out. Which is wait- that in like. Probably wait maybe a couple months, maybe a year. And then when the inevitable Blu-ray discs come out in season sets, they will be using Kai as their source footage rather than trying to remaster it in-house. You think That's my prediction.
0: You think they'll jump right to Kai on Blu-ray rather than doing the existing season sets as Blu-ray?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, figure Kai is going to be tailor-made to be Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's going to be HD, is it not? Right, right. So there you go. I think it's a great point. It's in
0: their mm. best interest to not even acknowledge Kai publicly right now.
2: Unless they are going to immediately start putting it out. But, I mean, that might piss off people. I don't know. Maybe people Well, are- that's the thing. They've already
0: canceled releases mid-run. They probably wouldn't cancel this because there's only one more to come out, and I think it's in May. But why would you, I think, shoot yourself in the foot is the right way to describe it. Why would you say, hey, we got this new HD product coming in. Uh By the way, finish up your uh, DVDs before we give you this one. That's mm. kind of a tangent, but- I want to stress to everyone out there, do whatever it is you got to do. Don't be a douchebag in the way you describe how you do it. We'll all talk about it. We'll all love it. Jeff. Opinion. Please.
1: Um, Okay, so like you can sort of attribute this. I'm not saying personally. Sure. You can attribute this to a bunch of stoners getting together in a room going, yeah, when I get home, I'm totally going to smoke the biggest doobie I've ever smoked in my life. Everyone else is going to be like, okay, you can do that. But then if I go up to a cop and be like, yo, you want to come to my place and smoke a giant doobie? Yeah, you're in huge freaking trouble. Okay? So...
2: Look, I don't quite get where you're going. Uh, it's an put, excuse to talk about doobies. I guess yeah. so. On this show. fun. On this show. Because, right. this
1: show, because <laughs> I, break, I break the rules here. No. Um, I'm just saying, look, if you're going to do something that you shouldn't be doing, l- are you really that stupid to go and brag about it?
0: Just don't publicize it. Come on. We're in 2009. I'm not going to say, Mary, we haven't downloaded some fan subs of the new EPO series. We want to watch it. Is it going to come out here? Probably not, because no one bought the first run. I know. But... Epo was awesome. Epo was awesome. We're not here to talk about Epo. I don't know what it is we're saying other than don't be a douchebag. So I'm going to leave it at that. Jeff, could you read the next email here from Dave?
1: First off, you guys have an excellent site which I've been visiting for some time now on a regular basis. Thanks for all the time you've put into maintaining it. Secondly, I've got a question about Dragon Ball Kai that hasn't been asked on the tidbit section. I know you guys aren't exactly the biggest Funimation fans, but is there any chance that Funimation will dub this? Is Dragon Ball Kai even going to be licensed for foreign dubs, or is it exclusive to Japan this time around?
0: I think we answered this a little bit already. I mean, there's been no official word from Funimation. If anyone was going to bring it out, they obviously have first dibs on it. I haven't heard about Kai coming out anywhere else in the world. That's interesting. Uh, I did read in that recent announcement that FMA will be broadcast in different places around the world. So that was kind of a global thing. We haven't heard anything on Kai. What do you guys think? Is it going to be exclusive to Japan? I doubt it.
2: I'm sure that Toei will be willing to take whatever money is thrown at them. Oh, definitely. But as far as the whole dubbing issue is concerned, I think they're going to have to redub it. I mean, it's unfortunate that they've you know just finished redubbing it, right? Or you mean
0: Funimation. They would have to bring everyone back in, just like the Japanese. Right, because instance, if this is going to be job. a
2: re-edited show, I right. mean, there's no getting around the fact that they're going to have to redo the dialogue unless they feel like splicing all the audio they have to make it fit.
0: And this kind of brings it back to a question we've been asked several times. If Funimation was given the chance to start from the beginning and do it properly this time through would we be interested in seeing it
2: what do you mean by properly like good acting and writing do the right script don't replace the music that kind of stuff I'll,
0: I still don't care about the voice cast so that knocks that out of the park for me
2: for me it's always been the writing that's a big thing I'll take mediocre voices as long as the script is relatively close well there
0: you go I don't know if we have anything else to add about it. Jeff you got anything you want to add
1: I was gonna say um, would the biggest uh, would the biggest hold up be the fact that they have to get the voice actors back and recording I mean because if it takes two seconds to do subtitles versus Dub, then God forbid, get the subs out as fast oh, as possible.
0: American fans have no interest in a subtitle version of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>
1: wow, I'm so out of touch. Never
0: mind. <laughs> no, uh we are the extreme minority. We're a vocal minority, but we are the minority. That's
1: so funny. I never thought that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh well, I come from Ava, and everybody in Ava is like, dude, that dub freaking sucks.
0: Yeah, but everyone <laughs> watched the dub regardless.
1: Well, that's true. It's I was handed strange. the dub. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> All
0: right, Jeff, I have one more email if you could read this. This comes to us from Chris.
1: Chris writes, Hey, Dizy X crew. It's been a while, but never fear. I'm still listening. I heard your in-depth review of Rule and On a Whim searched on iTunes. Lo and behold, the single is there for download under the title of Rule Slash Sparkle. Those superfluous spaces between the words and slash are as the title appears on iTunes. And I thought I'd give y'all the heads up so that you could disseminate it to the public. For those who just want the songs and don't want to pay the extra for importing it. The tracklist." Listings are as follows. Number one, rule, original mix. Number two, sparkle, original mix. Number three, days, eight bits of tears, YMCK remix. Love them. Number four, days, acoustic orchestra version. Number five, rule, 80 kids, quote unquote, no more rule mix. Number six, rule. No
0: more rule.
1: Japan. Number six, rule, Remocon, tech dance mix. Wow. Number seven, rule, original mix, instrumental. Number eight, sparkle, original mix, instrumental. I hope this is helpful and actual news to you guys and that I'm not just wasting your time. Let me close by offering my congratulations to Mike and Mary on getting a house. Me too. From Chris, statistical significance be damned, fagnon. I love his
0: vocabulary. Thanks, Chris. It has been a while. Thanks for emailing.
2: Oh, us. Oh boy, yeah,
0: it's a great follow-up because we were talking about you know all the three different versions of the Sparkle Rule CD single order from CD Japan and you end up pay shipping. If you just want rule, 99 cents on iTunes, you're done. There that's you go. That's
2: really, really smart. I'm, I kind of wish we had known that. that rather than buying and importing.
0: No, I still like the package. I got the DVD and all then that, we that stuff. me get to look
2: there. at her pretty face. I, I, yeah.
0: So it appears that the one that's up on iTunes is, let me check, that is the type A jacket B version with the days uh, mixes on there instead of green. So very interesting. Well, thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Mary, if people have questions, comments, all that good stuff, where's it going?
2: It's going going to podcast at dizex.com that's p o d c a s t at d i z e x.com
0: thank you much before we end the episode we have a little new section it's time for some donation namings So we've actually already named the first one, even though it hasn't come in yet. I think what we're going to do from here on out is not name them until they're actually in our possession and we're using them. So we already told you about the Laser Kid Memorial Dragon Ball Evolution PSP game that will be coming out on April 7th, and we'll be reviewing it. We do have two new items in Mary. A new mic hasn't come in, but we have uh, two accessories for it. So would you like to tell us what the first is?
2: Right. The first one is the Kinoko Memorial Windscreen, (laughs) courtesy of Megan. Yes, right in front of your face right now. Right. I'm talking in your face. Thanks to Kinoko slash Megan. And then another good friend uh, contributed to. Oh, that's right. That's the San Gofei Memorial six foot XLR cable. Very Nice. Because six feet is actually better than 22 feet. It is. We don't need these 50 foot XLR cables going across the
0: place. Mary, you're only like two feet away from the mixer. So the six foot cable is uh, quite nice. So there you go. Uh, we're probably going to have the mic to name next time on the show. They tried to deliver it today, but I have to go pick it up in the morning. So look forward to that. Thank you guys. You know uh, where all this info is on the site. We're not going to prolong it anymore. So with that done, the episode is over. This was episode. episode. Episode 171. We talked about Dragon Ball Kai Episode 1, even though as we're talking, it won't happen for, oh, it'll be over in 24 hours, actually. That's pretty exciting. Talked about the manga. we did releases, all the big stuff. Next week, Dragon Ball Evolution is out here in America. The four of us in the room, because we have Joy over on the couch, we're going to go see it. We got other people coming too. I don't have any solid plans on that time, so everyone just go see it on your own. We'll enjoy it. We're gonna have special people over here to review it in probably a haze. I think would be the right way to describe it. So that's that. Look forward to it, Jeff. Yes. Great having you.
1: You're I I yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. We're gonna see you next week though for the movie. <laughs> that's right. Where I'll be even more tired and drunk.
0: <laughs> All right. Would you like to plug? I know you got something to plug. Take it away. <laughs>
1: Do I have something to plug? You're on it. Uh, go listen to Loaf. L-O-F-I-D-E-L-I-T-Y dot I-N-F-O. That's the website. Go get it. Search it up on iTunes. All that good stuff.
0: Current episode of the stuff we reviewed.
1: Thursday's Common Existence.
0: And we talked about...
1: New Jersey.
0: We did. Wonderful. Thank you. No problem. See you next week. See ya. Merry. Yes. Temple blue Trunks.
2: Hopefully. <laughs> I'm having some shenanigans. I'm renewing my hosting. So it may or may not be up by the time this episode comes out. We will see. Whatever. Anyway, it's templeoftrunks.com. T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K- um sorry for the lack of April Fools joke this year. Um Mike, did you want to acknowledge your joke? No. Okay. <laughs>
0: We traded homepages with Konstantai for the day, and then the syrup was secured. So if you typed in dzex.com, you went to DizX.com and saw the Konstantai homepage. If you typed in konstantai.com, you went to Konstantai and saw the Chex homepage. And supposedly New Jersey was blown up, and I bought out Konstantai somehow at the exact same time, and uh, it resolved itself after 24 hours. Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. See you next year. So for Julian, off in Japan, my name is Mike. We come from Dizenchueex. That's www.daizex.com. We'll see you next week for Evolution and Kai Episode 2. Mary, do it.
2: Daizen Chewy X Podcast. to the next episode. See you next time. See you